tonight's episode rather premonition I mentioned that with my colleague at work and I said to him I predicted when my father was gonna die but I didn't know what he was gonna die from a lot of people say do you have a gift I'll be honest with you I'm not gonna call it a gift of any kind because some of the premonitions sometimes are good and sometimes they're not so good this one was not good at all and I thought to myself well maybe this isn't gonna happen I kind of made myself believe that no this isn't gonna happen he's gonna be around for a long time but I also had a feeling in my gut in my heart that my father wasn't gonna live to be a certain age when you have it with your own family it's very harsh and the reason why I say that, I didn't tell anybody for two years. Even after he was gone, I didn't tell anybody I knew that dad was going to die. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't want to tell my mother, because my mother would have thought I was crazy. She was like, what are you talking about? Let's just say I never knew my father, or, never, or I knew that he wasn't going to make it to a certain age in his life. That he was going to pass away at a young age. And that I was going to lose him at a young age. I know how scary that is, and a lot of people say, but do you really believe in premonitions? I was able to have premonitions when I was younger. I knew exactly who was behind the door. I know someone who would come up and ring my doorbell and knew exactly who it was, or somebody who would call on the landline phone that we had back in the day. I just knew. Now, I don't like giving bad news to people. I think that it shouldn't come from me. It should come from those people you know, people you have in your family. I just didn't want to be the bearer of bad news. And all my life I had predicted where my life was gonna go, the road not taken. Led to the road that was taken, but there were consequences along the way. And you ask yourself, have you ever made a decision to do something? Then you backed out at the last minute, but then you thought, but maybe if I do this, something will change. Maybe it'll be for the good, maybe it'll be for the bad. What I look at my life is an hourglass. So did you ever have an hourglass? You turn it upside down. This is how much time you have left to accomplish what you need to do in life, whatever that might be. Everyone has a goal in life, a mission. Uh, one of them would be uh, to travel around the world. Another one is to go help the needy, the poor, you know, the sick. Another is to just make the world a better place for everybody, maybe teach people about something or just about life in general. Start up a business, get married, have a family. We all have that hourglass within ourselves. But if we keep putting ourselves on that type of a schedule, time is gonna run out, we're not gonna do the things we wanna do or we'll make excuses. Now all these premonitions I had, I had predicted how my life would turn out. And every time I came even close to it, it came true. You're gonna ask me, you must have a gift. I wouldn't call bringing bad news to someone a gift. It's more of a curse. Now, if you say to yourself, do you believe in the curses and all that, the bad things? Bad things happen to good people. That's a fact. Bad things happen to good people. You could prevent something from happening, but if it happens and it's too late, what's there to do, right? Pray to God for a miracle. Even by my, before my father was diagnosed with cancer, I actually did pray for a miracle. I talked with him every day. I prayed, please don't take him. He's too young. I'm young. I still need to have a male figure in my life. In the times that I was growing up, all I had surrounded myself was with males. 
Now all your females are gonna say, wow, look at her. They're gonna start labeling. Look at all the males you had hanging around. All the males I had hanging around with were kind of like a constant reminder that my father was no more. But at all the same time, they were watching out for me like a big brother. I always wanted a big brother or, or just a really good friend, nothing more. After my father passed, it was just us two women in the house. And you think, well, how are we gonna go on? Well, we have to, we gotta be resilient to forge ahead and to push on, finish what my father started in his legacy. Everybody has a legacy. And now if you're lucky enough that you've lived a certain number of years, you can finish that legacy. If not, you have to leave it behind for the next generation, the next generation, the next generation, right? But premonition-wise, I wouldn't call my premonitions good luck. I call them a curse. Now, I've had good premonitions about many other things that were not bad. You know, getting a job, meeting somebody, having some type of security, whether personal, financial. I just believe that if I were to tell you what my premonition is and it's not good, I wouldn't be able to. It's not my place to say it. I don't want to be, quote, the bearer of bad news. But my father, I knew before, two years before he was going to die. And the scariest thing about it is the dreams I kept having kept playing out in the same scenario. We had all gone to pay our respects at the funeral home he was laid out. But we didn't know what the cause of death. It wasn't cancer. We just didn't know what it was. Two years later, diagnosed with lung cancer, and we had to prepare for his wake and funeral. And boy, it took me three years to deny, three years to deny his death. I denied his death for three years because I didn't believe he was gone. In a way, I was looking for him all over again. I said, maybe he went back to his native land. Maybe there was something he needed to do, and he'll be back. I always prayed and wished that that door would, he would come in through the front door and as if nothing happened. Wishful thinking, right? didn't happen though. My mother had gone through a stage of depression. She said, I can't live without the loss of my love. Yes, you can. You have to will yourself to live. If you will yourself to live, let's put it this way. The will to live is greater than the will to die because no one's going to say to you, I'm willing to die. No one's going to say that. If you're battling a terminal illness and you think the end of your life is near because what the doctors say, don't listen to them. I've even read and seen people with terminal illnesses live way past what a doctor had given them, like the last time on earth. Because everybody seems to think, well, I have all of this to do. I'm not going to have enough time to do it. You have plenty of time to do it. Don't rush to do it. But also, the one thing I always say to people is don't procrastinate. When you procrastinate, you make excuses, you make excuses, and you're never going to reach those goals that you want. Because in life, it's like, a time clock. The clock is ticking. The countdown has begun, right? But you look at your life as an hourglass. When you flip it over, this is how much time you left. When the sand runs out, and if you haven't accomplished anything on that list, you yourself, is it's put upon you. You will blame yourself. You'll put it upon yourself because you took that much time you kept procrastinating, making excuses. I look at my life like in the shape of an hourglass, or sometimes I look into a looking glass and see myself as a young woman faced with all these situations. I got myself out of situations that I never thought I would be in. I always said, yeah, that's not gonna happen to me. Don't always assume that 
if you hear something on the news or you see it from a movie, that will never happen to me. Don't ever say that. Life happens and life plays out like you're in a movie. I've seen it firsthand not too long ago. And I could tell you, it was frightening. But you know what? I don't let it get to me. You know, when you go out and you make a living, you're doing something not just for yourself, but for whoever's in your life, right? Whether you're married, or you have a family. And you say to yourself, how do I make it better? Well, you do or become the best, the better version of you. I'm not gonna say best, because again, best equates to perfection, and there's no such thing as perfection. Again, you wanna live in utopia? That's where perfection exists. And I wouldn't wanna be in utopia because there's too many perfect people with no problems. And if you have no problems, you're really hiding who you are and what you're going through. There's no shame in that. The premonitions, the gift, everyone says you have a gift. I have the gift of touch, the gift of speak, the gift of healing. Your voice is powerful. If you say to yourself, I'm gonna silence my voice forever, because I've known someone who did that. They lost someone that they love, and then they just stopped talking, they stopped communicating. And I'm thinking to myself, why would you do that? You're shutting yourself off from the rest of the world. It's like you're slowly dying within you. Why would you do that? They said, well, I lost the one person that mattered to me that had my voice, that had my back, that supported me, and guess what? They're gone. They're gonna be in your heart forever. You're, the people that you love are not totally gone. No, they're not with you in the physical sense. Yeah, that's a given. But wherever you go in life, they're always with you. They're always watching out over you. They're making sure that you're well taken care of, that you're taking care of yourself and your needs. Because if you're making yourself sick with worry, that's what's gonna happen. You're gonna make yourself sick. And not only that, whoever's in your life is gonna worry about you. Do we really need to have that type of worry? We don't. We always make promises to our loved ones. I promise I will be strong. I promise I will, I will take good, very good care of myself. And I will do that until the day that you come down here and we can take care of each other. That's the day when I will rejoice and have this joy. See, right now for me, I can't go through life alone. I've done it for so long. When my mother passed away, I gave myself the hourglass. Every time I would turn the hourglass over, this is how much time I had. I put myself on a time schedule to find somebody. And if I didn't find myself with somebody within a year, then it's over. But I stopped myself. I said, is that, is that selfish of me? You bet. I was putting myself on a schedule because I thought I don't have this time in the world to find somebody, to settle down with someone. Because I don't believe that I'll ever have that type of happiness with anybody. But guess what? You know who really believed in me, but she's not here in the physical sense? My mother. My mother always knew that she, was, that she had said to me, you're gonna find someone who's gonna make you whole again, who's gonna heal that emptiness in your heart. You know, there are things that people can go through, can bide their time when they have someone that they love and they live in another part of the world that shouldn't stop you from the both of you being together. I mean, come on, that's an excuse right there. You can and will make time for each other. You will make mission, a plan to be with each other. Because if you keep making excuses, it will never happen. And I wanna be positive. 
I just don't like coming home to an empty house. For me, it's just difficult. I don't have friends. If I had a friend I could talk to from time to time, it would help. But everybody's so busy with their lives, I don't want to bother them. And I don't want to bother anybody who's going through, you know, whatever it is they're going through at the time. I feel like I'm imposing myself to somebody, so I don't want to do that. I guess I'm too polite in that sense. I respect people's time and privacy, and I just don't want to butt in when I'm not wanted. Because again, I don't have friends in this world. I wish I had one friend I could really converse with, somebody I could talk with, someone who shares my ideals and my thoughts. But unfortunately, they don't exist. So I have a conversation with myself. And I reassure myself. I say a mantra. I look in the mirror and I say something, a positive word, an affirmation. You're going to get through this life. You have someone who loves you. You both love each other. So what I do for him is different than what he does for me. But he always says to me, and I'm, I'm going to, if you're listening, you know who you are if you're out there. I'm hoping he listens because, again, he's in a different time zone, but that shouldn't matter. Let's just say that I know in my heart of hearts we will be together soon. How do I know that? Well, let's put it this way. If you believe in miracles and you pray every single day, good things will happen. My mother always was a religious woman. Always. Went to church. Got me or got God to listen to her prayer. Pray for a miracle. I want my daughter who is battling breast cancer to get well. She will get a chance at life again. And she will do great things in her lifetime. Now, she may not do it right away, because again, I didn't want anybody to know I was battling an illness. I thought that was private. But you want to know something? I'm not ashamed anymore. Why should I be? My life has meaning because now I have someone who I can give my life to 100%. It's called loyalty and devotion. You know, those are the two big things that hold a relationship a marriage together loyalty and devotion if you're if you're loyal to someone you're devoted to someone that's what makes it strong but if you say to me I can't be loyal to you I can't be devoted to you I can't be faithful to you and you know what then it will not stick it will not hold it will it will crumble a lot of people don't know how to communicate a lot of people can't tell how they feel to one another there are many ways to show your feelings to someone, and it doesn't have to be through talking. It could be if you're looking at each other. Your eyes tell a story. You ever look at someone's eyes deep into their eyes? They tell a story, right? Body language says it all. Body language, again, you don't have to speak to anybody to tell them how you feel. Like me, I do videos for him. When I know that he's not having a good day, or he's stressed out, or he's not feeling well, just look at the video. Just know that you have someone who loves you, will constantly tell you every single day of your life, I love you. Say it with conviction, say it with purpose, say it with meaning, say it with your heart. And again, you don't have to speak the words. You can literally, body language, body language will say what you mean, what you feel. You know, a lot of people think that, well, I can't do that. I have a hard time saying those words, but why? Why? Why is it so difficult? Maybe when the, when the first time you both say it, it's like, oh my God, I didn't know that's how you felt about me. Yeah, I do feel about that, 
about to you. I've known it for a long time. It is something that you do for me. You bring out the best in me. You're my better half. When you say that to someone, that's a compliment. You're my better half. Everyone has a better half in their life. Maybe not a lot of people. The people that don't, don't look for it. It will happen. Love is around the corner. It will happen when you least expect it. It will happen anywhere at any time. But if you force it, no, it won't happen. If you force it, you'll get yourself into a situation where you can't get out of it. Take from me, for example. I've been through and I predicted what would happen to me. These three times, I got myself assaulted. I survived that. I got myself attacked by my ex. I survived that. And the big victory, I survived cancer and lived to tell about it. Because my mother prayed to God for a miracle. And when you pray, a lot of people may not believe in miracles and not a lot of people believe in God. You don't have to be religious to believe in God. But you have to have a sense of, look, this is where I come through in my lifetime. I've come this far. I can do great if I want to. And I will. I can tell you that. For me, it was a difficult road. You know, again, being accepted in this part of the world is challenging. Do I have to prove myself to all of you? I shouldn't have to. But I think that if you accept me as I am, that's all that matters, right? Love me as I am. Accept me as I am. I'm not going to change for anybody. If you had said to me, or if I say to you, because I've actually helped people when they've lost someone, they said to me, I don't have the strength to live. What do you mean by that? That if you lost that person in your life, you wouldn't be able to go on? You're weak. You're not weak. Nobody's weak. No such thing as weakness. All right? Weakness doesn't exist. You know why? All the emotions that we display in our lifetime, happiness, sadness, anger, they're all strengths. They're not bad. There are some emotions I wish that nobody would display, like anger, because anger can hurt. Words can hurt, whether you do it verbally or physically. Be careful who you attack in your life. You don't want to say the wrong thing. You don't want to lash out. Once you do that, the damage has been done. It just takes a long time for that person to have that conviction, that faith in you. It takes a long time. But then you say to yourself, you know what I need to do? I need to be strong, not just for myself, but for the people that I love. I need to be strong. Victory. V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. Victory. Let's break down the words. Victory. It can mean anything, right? The initials. Let's see. V could be vibrant. Victorious. I could be incredible. C could be courageous, right? T could be terrific. O could be opulent. R could be revered. Y could be, well, if I can think of a word with Y, I can get back to you because I can't think of a word with Y. But let's just say victory. Victory is, is almost as like if you're winning a battle, a fight. Or you've accomplished something in your life and you've done it because of your hard work, your determination and belief in yourself. You don't need to impress upon anybody. You don't need to get their, quote, approval. You don't need to do that. What you need to do 
is have faith in yourself. Have belief in yourself. See, I was helping someone a while back. They lost someone close to them in their life. And they had said to me, I can't go on. Yes, you can. You're determined to stay on this earth because if you don't, the person that left you will look down upon you and say, oh my God, they're weak. You want them to say that to you? No, because you're not weak, you're strong. Everybody has that strength within them. They just don't know how to use it, right? Do you know how to utilize strength? You don't, right? But let me tell you something. I've gone through my fair share of death. I've lost so many people that I've loved. Family members, friends of the family, relatives, people that I've grown up with, people I went to school with, animals, people, pets, you name it. I've lost everybody that was close to me. And I'm still going through it. And you ask yourself, how does a young, beautiful woman such as yourself become so resilient and so focused and driven? Because if I were to stop living, my life would have no meaning. If I stopped doing the things that I'm doing, I would just stop living altogether. And be honest with you, I can't do that. Now, a lot of people go through the motions because you don't know what they're feeling. Well, deep down inside, on the inside, I'm still crying and shouting and screaming and wondering, why is this happening to me? Why did I lose those two people that shaped me, created me, made me who I am? I'm screaming that inside, but on the outside, I'm not showing it. Why? Because I want people to know that you can have two different emotions. You could be grieving on the inside, and that's okay, but you can also grieve on the outside. But what you need to do is continue on with life. Because like I've always said in every podcast episode, people die or every single day and life has to continue on if you stop if everybody stopped living every time they lost someone the world wouldn't get going it would just stop at a standstill we'd be all stuck in where we are now we wouldn't get ahead in life it is hard to lose people like i said i've been immune to death most of my life and when it comes to if i lost someone else to death yes it would be a complete shock but you know what You'd have to make the best of what you have. Who is in your life? They come this close to you. They're in your heart, right? You have to persevere and go on. Hourglass. If you look at an hourglass and you tip it over, look how quickly the sand runs out. You know when, back in the day, someone said, this is the rest of the day of your life. The one day that you need to prove to you that you can take on anything that is thrown at you you know life itself can be cruel it can be terrible it can be downright difficult but you yourself are making it even more so if you stop living if you say to me i don't have a purpose in life yes you do everybody that i've come into contact has told me that you have a purpose in life what is that purpose in life well, we won't know until we know for sure what it might be. It could be anything. You could, Maybe you want to go back to school and get your degree. Or maybe you want to start a business. Or travel around the world. Whatever it is you need to do, just do it. Do it. Make yourself proud. Make yourself happy. Give yourself a a gold medal. Every time you do something, give yourself a pat on the back, a positive affirmation, a confirmation. You know, a lot of people always put themselves down. I've actually run across people who says, you know, I can't get, I can't be loved or I will never find love. Yes, you will. 
Love is meant for everyone, not for a specific group of people. What the world needs is for us to come together in peace. You know what happiness is to me? Peace, serenity, harmony. That's what peace and happiness, happiness and peace go together. But a lot of people think that happiness, you have to have the finer things in life. In order for you to be happy, I have to have riches and material wealth. No, you don't. Because in all honesty, all of that can go away with the snap of a finger. If you say to me, yeah, I have a beautiful mansion and I drive a luxurious car and I take all these trips and I have all of this material things, let's be honest, are you truly happy? Because you're one of the 1% of the people that will come up with something like that. You will tell me, yeah, this is what makes me happy. You know what makes me happy? Waking up every single day alive and well, knowing that I have another chance on this world and this earth to make a difference, not just for myself, but for the people. I still have dreams and goals of becoming one day an ambassador. I may need help along the way with all of your support. And if you're listening to this podcast, it helps tremendously. Word of mouth always comes through, comes into play. When you want to get your attention, you want to get that out. And you say to yourself, this is what I need to do, but I need the assistance of all you out there. If you're supporting me, if you're listening to everything I'm saying, it's based off of life experience. I mean, I've come across many times in my life when I was ready to give up. Premonition-wise, I said, I know exactly how my life is going to turn out. And I also predicted, even when my mother, before she passed away, we had this conversation many times. I said, Mom, I know exactly what's going to happen. You're going to pass away, and I'm going to be left alone. And guess what? It came true. I didn't want it to come true. But every time I walked into this house without her presence, it made it more difficult for me. I had to persevere, but at the same time, she had saw one year, I think it was one Christmas, she said to me, I'm looking down on my daughter and I don't like what I see. All these thoughts are going through her head. She's crying, she's showing me emotion, which again, crying is a strength, not a weakness by any means. As you can see, my phone doesn't ring. The only time my phone rings is around, you know, you know, the holidays or, or just because. I only get notifications from people at work or or my colleagues. I don't have full-on conversations. My phone doesn't ring at all, and it's silence. The silence is deafening sometimes. Silence can be overwhelming. I try not to let it bother me. That's why I do the podcasts on the weekend, because I figured, well, maybe if somebody listens to my voice, you're not alone. If you're sitting in your room right now, and you're thinking to yourself, I'm so alone, I have no friends, You have friends. They're all over the world. They're listening right now. Those are your second family, if you want to call it that. Your second family that you're reaching out to. I could be, as my one of my LinkedIn contacts said to me, which I'm still trying to wrap my head around it, you are the mother to the whole world. Maybe I am. And I have a lesson for all of you. Life can be tough. Life can be cruel. Life can be complicated. But it doesn't have to be. Open up your world. Let someone in. Show them you, your true self. What are your likes, your dislikes? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to become? What are your dreams? Share with us. You're not going to get laughed at. You're not going to get teased. It could be something outrageous or it could be something great or whatever it is you want to be. It's not, it's not stupid. It's not silly. You know, I'm sure you heard that from family members. Or family members, oh, I want to become an astronaut or I want to become uh, an entertainer there's nothing wrong with that if that's what you want to go in life go for it 
Don't let someone make you feel like that's the silliest profession I've ever heard. Come on now. How many professions that I don't even know existed do exist and people actually do this for a living? When I was little, I'll be honest with you, I wanted to become an actress, but I didn't think I had it in me. And they said, well, why? Well, because I'm shy. But did you know, and I think I've read this now, if you go into a biography, believe it or not, there are a lot of famous people that are introverts. Yes, you see them on the big screen and they're entertaining and this and that because they have to. But deep down inside, when the camera comes off, they're just normal people and they're they're, they're showing their true self, who they are, not the characters they play, because you can't tell me, oh, this is the character that I play, and I'm like that in real life. No. 95% of the, the celebrities that get interviewed, they are shy. They won't admit it, but they will. Some will say, yeah, I like to, you know, what do, we, what do you like to do when you're not working? Oh, I like to spend time with my family. Sometimes I'm by myself. I read a book or I, I spend time with my pets or whatever it is that they do. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't always have to be, quote, oh, going out and, 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 and mingling and going to these black tie affairs. Do you actually think half of them do that? No. Some of them live normal lives like me and you, me and you do, like a normal thing. We go to the store for, for groceries, we, you know, we go to the laundromat, we do whatever. The normal routine that an individual does on their day-to-day basis, their day-to-day life. And you think to yourself, oh my God. See, now when you go on social media, social media paints a horrible picture of what an entertainer's life is like. And it's not even coming close. There are some entertainers that are trying to make ends meet. Yeah, they may have all that money. But their money could be tied up somewhere. You know, think about it. When you have all that money, it's a lot. I was, the other day, there was a jackpot that's growing in here in, my, in the state where I live in, going up to 790 million. That's a lot of money. Can you imagine winning in that size jackpot? Now, you know, I would do with that. Pay all of my bills and then just do some renovations in this house and get my loved one down here so we can have our life together start a marriage, a family. We can live anywhere we want. We could travel anywhere. We wouldn't have worries because we all have that. But again, love is not based on monetary. And if you put monetary above everything else, I'm sorry to say it, you are not going to be satisfied. You are not going to be happy. Yes, you do need money to live on. I get it. But there are far more important things in life, like people, feelings, you know, just spending time with your loved ones. I don't even think about money because when every time you bring money into it, it becomes an argument, a disagreement, a shouting match. We don't want that. We want our life to be colorful. We want to be able to dance and sing and do whatever it is that makes us happy, puts a smile on our face. To all of you who've lost somebody in your life, your life can go on with time. With time, you need to heal yourselves before you get out there in the real world. You know, with my mother passed away, it was sudden. You know, and I always thought she'd be around for a long time. Yes, she was sick, and I watched her go through so much pain, and I couldn't imagine what kind of a pain she was going through, but she said it. I cannot live like this. Please respect the fact that if I stay like this with this pain, my quality of life will go downhill. She didn't enjoy the things she used to do. She didn't have a life. She was just basically living as if her last day was near. When she finally passed, it took a lot out of me. I said, now she's resting with the angels. She is an angel. She's come this far. But I still miss her and I love her. And a part of me just wants her here. 
you know, I know that before she left, she wanted to see me happy. And I'm going to fulfill that wish for her because I don't want to disappoint my mother. I never want to disappoint the people that I've loved that are no longer with us, but they're with you in spirit. They're never totally gone from you. Everywhere you go, they're with you. Anywhere you decide to live, they're with you. And they're looking down upon you and saying, now I can rest easy because now I know she has somebody in her life who will take care of her, who will provide for her. They will have a great life together. She will be loved. My mother does not want to see me be hurt. With the times that she was alive, she saw the pain that I went through. She said to me, you're such a beautiful woman. Why would anybody want to hurt you? Because they have. But they don't have to anymore. You've proven to me what a beautiful, strong, independent woman you are. Get through life. You can get through life's challenges in any way you see fit. You don't have to sit there and have people judge, be judge, jury, and executioner. They don't know who you are. Why do you need to get approval? I've always said to these people, don't get approval from anyone on social media. They don't know you. They don't know anything about you. I like to be kept anonymous. That's me. And one day when I go out and tell my story, you'll understand why I'm the type of person that I am. I don't let everybody into my private life because, again, it's private between me and my significant other. I love him so much. We have that life that's wonderful, that's made for each other. But when you tell me, oh, you know, you don't know what it's like, I have experienced so much out of life. And when someone said to me, is that why this premonition thing? It comes up, sometimes it's more good, other times it's bad. And other times I don't want to tell anybody the feelings I have because I don't want them to... I don't want to be, quote, the bearer of bad news. I want to leave that for somebody else. I have no place in that. So again, you will get through life if you have that much faith and believe in yourself. You know, Don't let others talk you out of something you want to do. If you feel like you need to do something, go out there and just do it. Be, be the better version of yourself. Be better, not best, be better. Because in the end, you're the one who makes the decision. No one else will. You yourself will make that decision. And you will do it however however you see fit. So I'm going to say God bless all of you. Have a great week ahead. Stay true to yourself. Do what you can to start living again. Living. Living. Not dying. Give yourself the determination to live, not to die. If you say to me, I'm determined to be all that I can be in this world, go for it. We will stand up. We will applaud you. We will be behind you 110%. Just remember that we are all together as one big family that will support each other and support getting through life. Life. So God bless all of you. Stay strong. Stay true to yourselves. Celebrate yourselves. Be as one. Make magic. Make your dreams come true. God bless all of you. Take care.